Welcome back. You're listening to another episode of The Todd Donald Show, a weekly podcast where artists and performers go to chat about nothing. Hosted by Canadian singer-songwriter Todd Donald. That's right. Welcome back. Exactly, Milo Axelrod. Thank you for that bodacious, as always, introduction segment. I'm live here at Descendants Brewery in downtown Kitchener, and I'd like to thank the good people at Descendants Brewery for letting me record here today. Not only does Descendants have exquisite brews here, both for retail purchase or from the tap, but the craft soda selection, the sandwich selection, regular events such as trivia nights, live music hall bookings is unreal. People get married here. Did you know that, guest? <laughs> you're, you're talking to your freaking friends, right? And you're freaking out because you have a problem that you need to solve right now with a venue. Where are you going to find it? You need some place that can hold like comfortably 135 or less people? Does that venue also need delicious beer, food, and service? Look no freaking further. <laughs> Sorry, I get really passionate about this stuff. You might end up thinking after this episode, Todd, you mainly have artists of the visual performance, stage, screen, canvas, photography, public figure, or musical variety, milieu. No? And to that I'd say, <laughs> take it easy. Not only are you correct, but you've nailed the essence of my show, stranger. I could not have scripted that. Why, I have a shiatsu massage therapist on the show right now. Not only has its own story, which we'll get into shortly, but with my guest, Carlotta Trenholm's help. Did I say that right? You did. Sweet. Uh, we're going to draw parallels from shiatsu to art, and I'm going to leave that mainly in Carlotta's hands. Get it? In your hands? How did we meet again? Actually, I spotted you seeming to be confused about something in the market. Yeah, yeah. And then I spotted you again and thought, I should check in with this guy. And yeah. then we had a conversation and you told me you did a podcast. I'm like, wow. And I, I gave c- you my card and I walked away. <laughs> which was awesome. Which was awesome. And I, like, before we exchanged, like, two words, mm-hmm. I thought, is this a downtown Kitchener person that's going to be scary? No, it's just a nice person who had the inclination that not a lot of people who are mostly involved in their own world so much that they're standoffish. And I was still waiting for an event that I was working at that day. I think I added you on Instagram or something right away. And our mutual mm-hmm. friend, who I later saw that day, Janate Yekiner, was like, oh, she's, she's, she's great. Or how, how would I do it, Janate? <laughs> Yeah, you know, she's great. <laughs> Almost <laughs> Van Damish-like voice <laughs> and his rugged good looks. But he, he swore by by you and the idea of having you as a guest. <laughs> he chatted with you th- later that day and <laughs> said you should be on his podcast. And Here we are now. It's a bit wild. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's talk about you for a little bit be- sure. before we get into shots. One thing that stuck out to me was that obviously you're a supporter, a fan of local music yes i've been that way since a long time i've been yeah. like canadian music for probably since my teens somewhere in my late teens you, yeah. caught, you caught it eh yeah yeah caught it early <laughs> hung on strong yeah who are some of your favorites <sighs> around here so my i'm i'm in the west gta mind you i really like craig mcnair's voice i think it's really sweet um, yeah, yeah. I just met uh, Steve Royal. He has a, an amazing voice and an interesting way of taking covers just to the edge. Like you have to listen to the lyrics to catch. He's playing that song. I didn't. Wow. He's anyway. So there are lots of people that I love here. Um, it's a long, long list. Yeah. Um, I just go out and hear music whenever I can, and and those that I really like, I, you know, I chat with them after and 
maybe buy something and look to see when they're playing again. So that's my yeah. thing. That's actually what I do for fun. Where does that come from? Just because like most people, again, like I say, we're also, even I'm guilty of it partially, like so busy making their shrines and mm-hmm. just living in a very small bubble and okay. not, not wanting to be connected to people they don't know that, ooh, so weird. I get it. Um, so it started, it really, I really started going out to hear music when I went to university. So I went to Laurentian my first year and I lived at the townhouse and I didn't drink. So um, the fellow that ran the shop kind of thought it was a bit of a bother. But um, anyone that came through town, I went to see and I'd hang out and it just became, it was my, my thing to do. Like, I I don't know how to explain it, but um, the band I liked most was the Bourbon Tabernacle Choir and the, the, their lyrics are really meaningful. So what lyrics did for me was, it's like I found a voice within someone else's singing. I could relate to someone else's trouble or make Mm -hmm. sense of my life based on what they're singing about. So it's kind of like a guide. I I don't know how to really put words to it, but that's my best kind of short explanation of there are many times, I can say many times that different music and musicians and albums saved me. So that's right. saved me and, and entertained me and lifted me, depending on the need and who I turn to. Yeah. What's the impetus of you uh, saying, I'm making this connection with music and the performance that's happening in front of me, but I'm also approachable and I want to approach people and ask them about themselves? I don't know. It, it's, it's probably my need to express, my need to relate to someone, my need to learn, yeah. and then just recognize we're all part of the same thing and to come in with some like something to kind of grab onto. You know, I sang to myself as a little four-year-old and my great-grandmother sang soprano and it's sort of a dream. I think everyone's got a dream and that was one of mine at one point. So maybe that's why I gravitate, but I don't know. It's, it's a social environment in a way, right? Because everyone's right. there for the, for often for the same reason. So right. I think you just become part of an expression and you're witness to it. And right. then it, there's a comfort in that. There's a comfort in being there. Maybe there's an added comfort in what you're hearing, but it's just these different levels of, of receiving something warm and snuggly often. Yeah. Not always, but it can be. It <laughs> yeah, depends yeah. on what you're going out to or, or what you like because everyone's got different needs and still still fulfills in, in some way and it's just different for everyone but it's relatable across the board right even if it was a language I don't recognize there's always something everyone can relate to music yeah hey everyone it's a little bit of voiceover time starting with this song intro and announcement uh, today's episode is live as of November 10th and what you're hearing mainly in this episode is Carlotta Trenholm and I chatting at Descendants on October 16th I recorded another chat at Descendants with Jesse Parent on October 31st. Later that same day, I was in the company of Jesse T, who came in to record her Facebook live stream show with our friend and singer-songwriter Katie Topham. Are you following? So while Jesse T was already there with her guitar, and we've been talking about trading dates to get her back on this podcast for a while, with the time she had, she agreed to and rocked out three songs live off the floor that I could drop independently of an interview on an episode of the show with a non-musical guest. So you're going to hear a few songs from my archive on this one, weaving through this bodacious conversation with Carlotta, Shiatsu therapist, 
And the climax of this episode is a three-song acoustic set by Jesse fucking T. And if you like that, I'll be dropping a bonus episode next week from The Vault with Jesse T from a couple of years ago. So back to business. This first archive song is a live performance from Toronto's Matt York, my fifth podcast guest ever. And I recorded it in February 2008. Enjoy. This next one's going to be on the record, and it's all on DVD as well. Uh, it's called Mine. And it goes like this. Fine bracket, you've been running, but I know about the games you play. Well, I didn't see you coming, should have seen you from a mile away. Yeah, with all your double talking, you thought that you could fool me twice. Guess what? Well, now I'm walking, it's time to take my own advice. Power to choose whether I win or lose, and nothing's gonna bring me down, and no one's gonna lead me astray. No, 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 I can turn it around when the shadows come away. Yes, now mine, oh mine, and everything about this is mine. Yes. Now mine, oh mine And I won't sweat the little thing That's just a waste of my time Percussion section <laughs> Well, I know because I've been there Let shady people tug my strings they pull a promise out of thin air But the gesture isn't worth a thing now The clouds come in and block the sunshine But the grass is happy for the rain Everybody loves the springtime yeah. But the snow is coming round again I got the power to choose Where the robin and do Nothing's gonna bring me down Then no one's gonna lead me astray No, no, no I can turn it around When the shadows come my way Yes, now mine, oh mine And everything about this is mine Yeah, now mine, oh mine And I won't sweat the little thing that's just a waste of my time Yeah, 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 horn section Nothing's gonna bring me down And no one's gonna lead me astray No, no, no I can turn it around when the shadows come my way, yes, now mine, oh mine, and everything about this is mine, yeah, now, now mine, oh mine, and I 
I'll sweat a little thing That's just a waste of my time Mind oh my eye And everything about this is mine Oh no, damn my eye No my eye And I'll sweat a little thing That's just a waste of my time York, out. And speaking of, I'm certainly not reading this off Wikipedia. My understanding <laughs> for shiatsu is that it is a form of Japanese bodywork based on concepts in traditional Chinese medicine. Shiatsu derives from a Japanese massage modality called anma. Mm-hmm. There is sufficient evidence, this is how I talk, that shiatsu <laughs> is an effective medical treatment. I love it. Serious question. Is there a happy ending? Wait a second. Um, am I ta- <laughs> no. Uh, to this story, I mean. <laughs> to the story, yes. Okay. That was not a serious yes. question. <laughs> well, we might have to touch on that later. Or wait. Yes, I help people and I help people one by one. And I help them as long as they need some help. Yeah. And whatever that might be. But in the form of shiatsu therapy for what I do. Well, like other people that offer body work or energy work. Yeah. Why would someone come in for, like, what are, what's the typical, in, in your line, that people come in for work for? Consent structure taught? If I can say, so when I was in clinic in Toronto, um, I'd find a lot of people were dealing with just stress, city life, too much going on, parenting, long hours running their business, um, so a bit of exhaustion. So, like... Know, like inner turmoil stuff. Oh yeah, uh, most of it's inner turmoil. Like, it, and and I find when it's inner that's been there too long, then it starts kind of really taking hold in the body somewhere. I believe that. And that's, you know, so if they've left it too long, and haven't tended to it, and haven't given themselves some me time, and I mean like regular me time. Yeah. Then it gets to the point where something's not functioning lo- normally, and that's when they'll come in. Right. Yeah. To speak, I'm I'm going to be a through line to like the average person who doesn't know. Okay. Of course, there's so many different forms of spinal care and, and, and different forms of massage, but like... Can I chime in for a sec? Yes. Okay. There's a preference to talk about shiatsu therapy or shiatsu, and we kind of remove massage from the definition. I don't know the ins and outs of it, why that is. Right. It's cool in Quebec, it's cool in BC, but there's a, there's a little bit more of a, let's leave massage for the RMTs. Okay. And so um, it's very common... And it is. It's a Japanese form of massage, but we have to kind of differentiate for, I don't know if it's insurance purposes necessarily. So um, though it is involved and that is part of what I do, it's also an Eastern take, an Eastern way of doing things, which is holistic. Mind, body, spirit. So I'm into that. It's a a wordiness. Yeah. Have you had anything in that way? Acupuncture? Are you familiar with some Eastern medicine to any degree? I, what I would consider my most spiritual exploration was like in reading and thinking and meditating. The Bhagavad Gita, that okay. book. Okay. The book. And The Art of Happiness by the Dalai Lama and the mm. Dr. Howard Cutler. These are both elementary books for those exploring spirituality, but sure. I connected with how it is all connected in my life and how I observe others hmm. and sort of thing. I don't want too much of me talking. I'll, I'll come back to it because I, yeah. I, um, so I, I tend to bullshit. 
<laughs> Sometimes. I, I can't say I do that too often, but um, yeah. I have worked with a f- quite a few people who've dealt with depression, um, grief that's kind of hung on too long, yeah. um, burnout. I've suffered burnout myself. You know, I, I've dealt with depression and grief, and, and that's kind of how I came into Shiatsu, actually. So there's a lot of... A lot of dis-ease, discomforts, and physical things that Shiatsu can definitely aid. You know, back pain, um, even like menstrual issues. There's, there's all kinds of stuff. Um, we diagnose on the hara, which is the abdomen, and right. that's typically how I start a session. Um, if someone, I don't know them terribly well, and I find they might be a little bit shy, maybe I'm not going to go in and just kind of touch their abdomen. I'll, I'll find yeah. some way to come into that the next time if they're going to come back. There so, are so There are some times when you do not want to be in the room with me <laughs> if I have some stomach stuff going on. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's and not fair to you. That's not fair. <laughs> it's kind. But it happens. We are human. I so. like spicy food. <laughs> and I'm stressed about the smell. Stuff happens. People do keep their clothes on, though. There is some shiatsu, I think, that happens somewhere in the world, possibly California, where, where people aren't After clothed. Hours. No. <laughs> unindoctrinated practices of of the idea of it by people who are calling it that. I, and it's know, just like, it's a party trick. And they're just <laughs> it's a party to, trick. Could just be. Like, hey Jeez, lady, do you want some more vodka and a shiatsu <laughs> right now? And she's like, oh, do you know how to do it? And the guy's like, yes. And But he doesn't. He, I, you know, I feel, it's, word. <laughs> I feel that happens. Probably. I didn't realize. So I almost want to rebrand actually, but I won't we'll, we'll get into that. Um, but yes, so there's a serious element to shiatsu. There's a seriousness in that, in that it can be kind of firm pressure, more gentle pressure. And, and, and the kind that I learned was firm, man, like seriously firm. So yeah. I don't tend to use firm so much unless I feel it's necessary because it, it's, it's a lot, you know. Yeah. I like to come in a little more gentle with people and their pressure and they're, they're, they're wearing clothes. And sometimes there's a sheet or a blanket on them. So there's a safety... I'm trying to go for the safety vibe so right. people can really unload. They can just walk away from the life they've had for an hour, 75 minutes, yeah. hang out with me, and then you know their problems kind of wash away for a certain amount of time, or I hope. And I, yeah. then I hope they come back and it yeah. starts to lessen the load of you know what we wear on our shoulders, what we wear on our backpacks, those emotional backpacks, whatever the case yeah. may be. Lighten the load, send them off into the world. Just taking away the bodily stress has to be a, a huge impact. It's a huge impact, and and it, when when one gets into the habit of me time, you know, and it actually becomes a habit, yeah. then your stress does go down. So for me, for instance, if I know I'm going to a yoga class, or if I know I'm going to get some craniosacral, if I'm going to yoga class, all I have to do is walk into the room, and I've already de-stressed yeah, by yeah. I don't know what percentage. It's crazy. I get on the mat, I line the mat. The class hasn't even started, yeah. and I already feel like amazing because my body so wants to receive and I've committed that time in myself to going. So that's how I work, but that's after years of self-care and it doesn't mean I don't walk around with stress and I don't need body work, but I'm just saying that's how open I am to receiving. So on the opposite end of that spectrum, some people might really, really need work, but they're not really desperate or so much in pain where they're looking for the answers they might consider it but they've got all these other things coming at them so they're not they're not ready in a sense or there's to action it it's there's there's like these levels there's stuff in the way and it's a habit like we are creatures of habit we know this right so it's they have to make time and we are so busy in our modern lives there's just 
there's a lot going on for everyone. And I recognize that. So a lot of bullshit out there. Sure. So how do we mentally, even visually, I'm a visual person. I'm a photographer too. So nice. how do we just visually push away the junk just to see what we want to see? Like there's a tree, yeah. but why can't I see it? Because there's this building and this other thing and this thing I feel bad about and this en- person's energy in front of me. Yeah. So I'm just saying, you know, I'm a sensitive person, but if everyone's just as sensitive me or more so without the tools mm-hmm. or the options to turn to, then how do they deal with it? they walk around and they maybe feel like crap. And so, I don't know, just to come back to it, this is why I do what I do is A, because there's a huge need, B, because it's helped me, and mainly because I want to give back because that's how I operate, to be honest. Yeah. I was like a Mother Teresa wannabe as a kid. Well, as far as you know, you have like, as far as, you, as, far as I know, I have this one time on the earth to, you know, give or take as much as is in front of me to give or take. Okay. And then, as far as I know, you know, once I lose the ability to do things, I can't give back as much and stuff like that. And maybe that's yes. it's part of it. You're thinking yes. in terms of like a linear timescape. That's true. And, and, and to me, it is. And so I think it's a sign of no, maybe it doesn't, it's not the place where everyone would necessarily want to go. But I would think in the, when we're our healthiest, we tend to want to give back yeah. to, you know, our family, our friends, and then next extend that out. To mm. one more ripple to our community and then just kind of keep going because we're, we've satisfied all our needs. Yeah. If we've done that, then we typically want to share. Yeah. You're about to enjoy a studio track from Vienna D'Amato Hall in her new, newest studio album, Long Stay Hotel, from this year. And if you like that, you can go back and listen to episode six where Vienna is on talking about it and performing three other songs. But this one is also amazing. It's Vienna de Battle Hall with the song Like a Star. And if you like it, follow the links and support the artist, please. I see your face In every passing stranger that I see Lost in concrete And I don't
I, I've, I've made a lot of observations about people I know and care about and stuff. And a lot of the conversations I have, as much as no one likes to admit it, come back to this idea of people... I've been afflicted with this before, too. Mm. Most of what people spend their time doing is looking at what other people are doing. Yes. Looking, We're creating these shrines to ourselves to show people how much we're doing. <laughs> and I get it. It's cool, a fun activity, and people are habitually sure. practiced in it. And it takes up so much space in the brain or the intellect sure. that people have a much more difficult time being aware of themselves. But do you know what it takes to go that distance from the, dis- from the difference of like maybe mimicking what someone else is or looking right. to someone else? they got to have the courage. Yeah. And people might not realize that's what it takes, so they'd rather be the follower. To me, there's your leader or your follower. Right. And, I and it could be lonely being a leader or wanting yeah. to be a leader or yeah. striving to do what you are inventing to be a leader but for then yourself. You, but then you feel hollow as a follower. So it's like, yeah. how, how do you make that jump? Hollow as a follower. <laughs> hollow as a follower. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Janate, write it down. I'll give you that part. To go back to my earlier yeah. train wreck of a question, I think I was just like, I, w- I was coming from, from a place of like the idea of someone going in and being like, okay, I feel lighter. I feel yeah. refreshed. I feel like I feel like I want to leave the house and get things done again yes. with the weight off my shoulders of a divorce from six years ago or whatever. Sure. But they might feel stress a week later for whatever outside reasons, external things coming at them. Information is reminding them of how stressed they were, and they're all stressed again. And then they come at, like, I'm fucking stressed again. I want a refund. You didn't fix me completely. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it doesn't just happen in one trip. It's like, it is effective, but, like, I don't like the idea of people having expectations that are crazy. I don't think anyone does. I know where you're, like, if I'm following your lead and I think I've got it. I'm not good at it's okay. in conversation. It's okay. And I, sometimes I'm terrible at directions in conversation anyways. Confuse people. Um, well, let's get two other people to do this. <laughs> I'm kidding. But those guys. Okay. Um, where was I going? Sure. If, if someone comes in, they've got basically like this gaping wound of emotional distress for whatever reason. Fresh, old, combination. Right? right, and often it is. To me, loss is loss. To me, heartache is heartache, and it, it like tags on to stuff in the past, and suddenly you're 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 a shambles because of your last relationship, and then yeah. all these other ones that because maybe you haven't dealt with that. So whatever the case may be, if someone comes in and I work on them for an hour and a half, and then they go away and they come back again some other time whenever they're ready again, I feel I'm just giving them some relief from their pain, easing right. something, and at some point they start to solve their own problems. Yeah, yeah. To me, that's what I'm doing. I'm just giving them some relief to help their body help itself. Right. So. Like a positive inception? Not that I'm a huge fan of that movie, but <laughs> can I can I <laughs> wrench your <laughs> attempts to communicate with me in the audience? Yes. Sometimes I go to outer space and I try to like look at this beautiful human race okay. without having a- any academic study in anthropology. I'm fascinated by human beings as if I could see us as from an outsider thing. Okay. A genderless, ageless, nonlinear time looking at this big blue marble. <laughs> and first I see myself because I've lived my life, right? But mm. one of the beautiful things about our complexity is that more often than not, there could be a natural inclination to see pain. The idea that old pain is still in the present somehow. 
Yes. Like it doesn't exist, but it can exist because our minds remember things. Yes. We're, we're, we will remember. Some of us are more loop oriented. I've been in the loop of my mind in the past, yeah, just yeah. to touch on that for a second. It tends to loop and, and you might have to help me get back on track. Um, pain. So there's, there's body pain and the body remembers. Right. Now, part of it, uh, you know, I haven't looked at, at our past as humans, but we're supposed to learn from things. Pain does lodge itself in our tissues and right. it sits there. So a body worker, myself, will loosen that up and it will kind of surface. And so if I'm working on someone, there's no music on, there's no competing sound like alarms, whatever the case may be. Someone's in face down. I've worked on them for 20 minutes. They've gone into a zone, okay, if, if they've allowed themselves to relax enough, because that's not always the case. Sometimes we're busy-minded. If they've come to that place, say I touch some point on their body, I don't know, let's say somewhere in the scapular kind of region, and there's something that's been lodged there, like there's a lump of some kind. And if I'm able to work on that enough, because I've done that in the past, and sometimes these areas, it, they're just, it's like this, they're ripe with a history, Right. I'll say, like, yeah. even myself. If I'm able to loosen something enough within a session, let's say, sometimes something will come to surface. So I'll give you an example. So b- back when I was in Shiatsu School in Toronto, this is clinic. We had clinic once a week. And I worked on someone. It was a lady, um, an older lady. And, and um, no one really, uh, people were, no one really wanted to work with this person. They were sort of, from what they heard, they were kind of put off like, mm, it seems like too much. She has, you know, maybe she's angry sometimes, whatever the case may be. I'm like, I, I'll take her, you know? <laughs> so why I'm saying this, I didn't really want to give that part away, but just so one understands. Why I'm saying this is that while I was working on her, I was working, she was on her back and I touched some area of her chest and she just let go and she, she said, wow, I can feel that. Whatever her description of what she felt physically and then she said that was the loss of my brother who had passed away some number of years ago wow. and it was huge for her so so what might have been presenting to everyone in clinic every week for however amount of time she'd been coming is this angry woman that no one wanted to deal with i pushed aside the judgment of putting that label on her you know right. we all have our bad days and i was willing to help her and figure out what that was and and i i know it was a little bit of a an edginess or prickliness and I just you know I'm here to help her this is my role and for her to say that like I really really felt honored I felt empowered there's so much that was going on for me because I'm witnessing and I'm I've assisted her to get to this place where she can let this go I'm just imagining you like you in a room and like (laughs) special effects added onto your hands like I can feel the power thank you (laughs) you should have felt like that I, I felt something and, and not that every session will necessarily be that way with someone, but to have those, like for her, that's an aha moment. If someone had been carrying around this frustration and that's a normal thing, you yeah. know, I, I know lots of people in my life and their friends and family that are, that are frustrated and that person needs body work, yeah. but they might not want it from me. They might want it from someone they don't know. You know, everyone has a match. Mm-hmm. So I always try to encourage, you know, Find that match, whatever it is, whatever therapy, whatever combination of you with some other individual, whoever can help you, that there's a person that's out there for you. Yeah. It's just finding that comfort zone where someone's able to trust and put a bit of faith in the other person, a, a right. professional, to help them and get them towards where they want to go. Mm-hmm. Less suffering, less pain, more towards their life goals. And it's just this increment, bit by bit, 
Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. By the way, fully paying attention to what you're saying, mm-hmm. I am making like these connections to like the idea that in my own human experience, like the like it's poison in the mind, anger or sadness or grief or mm-hmm. loss or anything. When when you can't or haven't yet processed it or directed it in a way that isn't directed at another person. Yes. It will come out at a, it, it affects the way you look at other people yes. and want them to feel. And I don't even remember she came back or had the same need because here she is coming to a clinic for good reason. Classmates would have been uncomfortable because they were fearful that they couldn't deal with it. Whereas I'd been working in service since I was 14. So I've dealt with everything under the sun in my mind, right? Yeah. Give it to me. No problem. I'm saying, mom, give it to me. Like, what yeah. do you got? Like, I can handle it. And if I didn't think I could, I'd darn well try and figure it out because we're all human. We all have needs you know sometimes it's just the story is different but but it all comes down to pain fear suffering Mm -hmm. human experience the album info for the track i'm about to spin for you on the website todddonald.blogspot.ca and on any social media things is going to say from one of mopair's 2000s albums because i'm fully unsure of this I've been in and out of touch with this guy for quite a long while, but Mo Pear is a very unique and wonderful artist from Texas who came twice through Kitchener to play with me, and I believe I found his music on Pure Volume or MySpace. And not to be confused with the White Album Beatles song, this is an original Mo Pear song, a fantastic track called Julia. Julia, I can see you run along through the quiet of the thicket all around me And I call to you and you stop and wonder how the aspens sing Julia, I can see From the mountain I've been climbing All these memories are preserved in the soul So I'll have an avenue when I get lonesome Oh, your smile can tell me all kinds of things I don't know how I could forget But through the time and distance Something was lost that's now returned Oh, how I yearn to see Julia Julia, I can see you 
mountain I've been climbing And all these memories are preserved in the song So I'll have an avenue when I get lonesome Oh, your smile can tell me all kinds of things I don't know Distance, something was lost that's now returned. Oh, how I yearn to see you. Can you tell people, can you tell me how it might have gotten lost from public social consciousness oh. and um, anything else that you want to about it that can't be brought out by me asking a, a solid question? Okay. It's been a little tricky for Shiatsu in Ontario. It's only been here since uh, in the 80s, brought over mm-hmm. from Japan. There are no more Shiatsu schools, so there's some serious challenges right. at the moment. It just means that we could come on together and bind forces and continue doing what we do. Um, so that's a personal challenge of mine. It seems like a necessary thing for it for belongs everywhere. Totally. So that's that's why I you know I, I may I may have taken a pause to do some contract work and which is how I how I ended up in Kitchener. But because it it helped me so greatly, you know I had PTSD. There's a lot that I had to deal with personally, and I didn't know how to deal with that. Um, and so when I was in Shiatsu, a week-long session um, at the Shiatsu school and literally just doing a day job, answering task questions for the government, uh, see a sign posted on college, I'm like, oh, friends and family, Shiatsu 101. Cool. Go check it out. Right. In the midst of that course. <laughs> what the hell? Let's seriously. Like, I'm drunk. Whatever. <laughs> Let's get married in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> and after we'll do that. No, Does it sound that well? But true. Yeah. So, and I needed that because I, I did heavy phone work, like heavy call site work. Oh. You think people enjoy talking about their taxes and call like they're not calling me saying, "Oh, you're doing a wonderful job," and I love paying my taxes. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. People so, love calling just to oh, that'll put some shit on your back. Yeah, eh? so you can imagine, right? On so, your neck, so everything. So I got into it a because I needed some healing, mm-hmm. and it came through for me. This taking this course, like yeah. serious. Amount Marvin Gaye wasn't enough. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> so it helped me so much knowing that I could do much more to help people yeah. and I couldn't really get that far on the phone, it just became my next thing, working with my hands. So I don't need tools. I just need a body to work on. And I can kind of go anywhere and <laughs> you're just walking down the, You're walking down the thumbs. street like scissor, <laughs> thumb, and hands. Okay. Okay, I'm being a bit silly, but it's true. I, yeah. I'm, I can work wherever, whenever, however, someone in, yeah. a, in a hospital bed, you know, at the end of their life, if, if, if need be. And, and I, I think I like that. I'll say power because I don't have another word I can throw at it. But right, we've stripped away in this conversation the use of the word uh, massage, yeah. and it's and we're trying to disassociate it. Just for clarity, yeah. Can I ask a question about the Seinfeld episode conundrum? <laughs> like, if you no. were if you were dating a guy, would, <laughs> and would, I'm would, in the dating world, yes. and he was he was he was stressed out. As his partner, would, would you would you perform shiatsu? Is to this an off mic question? Sorry, try, try <laughs> to reword that again, just so I'm I'm not confused. 
because it's your profession. Yes. Would it feel like I don't want to? I have to do that at work all day. I, I hear what you're saying. Oh man, how do I answer this? Okay, no, man. so <laughs> Carlotta's great, dude, but I want the shiatsu. <laughs> yes, I've I've worked with partners, boyfriends, people I've dated before, um, and then I try and explain after if I've done something that wasn't so shiatsu or not typical. Right. I try and clarify that. Okay, I might have said I was going to do shiatsu, but I did something a little bit different. Right. And and to be honest, I would like you to know what shiatsu is. So I, I try and be clear about what yeah. I do, which is you do need to keep your clothes on, and that's how it's done. Um, yeah. Maybe I'm just giving you a little bit of a 10 minute massage on your shoulders, and it's it's not really so so much shiatsu. And it's hard to work on love, friends and family. That's yeah, yeah. we were told that. So but it's, for the it's record, hard to yeah. You do not submit to forcible shiatsu. <laughs> I can seriously cause pain, and I, I, I don't want to, but yeah, like I use my elbows, man. Like this can oh be. Oh my god! Oh, no, not, not sharp elbow. It's like a soft forearm, more so. But there's only so much weight I can put in. But sometimes people want a lot of pressure. But like, so I know you've got you're you're in this realm. I'm trying to like answer it, but not yeah. get into the Seinfeld so much because we could just go to town and and have a whole joke kind of thing. Forget Seinfeld. I'm just imagining like <laughs> like the. Uh, like the untouchables and like <laughs> I there's, love the untouchables. there's someone that's about to make a tragic business move and then you walk behind the other guy and you like pinch their neck and then they, then they remember oh. their, their son getting murdered <laughs> by the mafia oh, wow no like this is the untouchables okay. era where it okay. was crime and mafia and wow. clearly i don't know anything about the untouchables i'm just going off the remake with sean connery but you know what i mean like and then suddenly that guy doesn't commit to the scam because yeah. he just remembered some pain because you walked behind him and just pinched his neck like Spock and then walked away. <laughs> and then it's like, oh my God, <laughs> I can't do this. I'm in so much pain. Because <laughs> you could reverse it if you wanted to. You know what I mean? Like you can take people's pain away, but also you could give it back to them if you wanted to. You I don't know if I, mean? I could call it shiatsu anymore, but I suppose I yeah. could. Yes. <laughs> so, do no harm. I have a do no harm kind of rule in my mind. Yeah. Well, let, let's be clear, audience. <laughs> Anything that she said is to be respected, and my maniacally whimsical <laughs> slapstickery was meant to entertain myself, but hopefully you as well. You know that I that I fully respect what you do and, and, and what you have to say. I hope you know that a little too much slapstickery. No, it's good. It was the right blend. I think of so. <laughs> information and me being me. Um, once again, I, I do appreciate what you do a lot. It sounds like it's not that far from the kind of thing I usually talk about with guests on here. There, it, it is an art form yeah. to communicate with people in that way, with your fingers. It is. And, it is, and, and I'll just interject for one second. It is in that everyone does it differently because we all bring different elements to the table. So, so yeah, to me, it is an internal art form, and I that's how I feel about it personally. And I know I need to keep fulfilling my own desires and creativity and that folds into what I do into my shiatsu practice and Carlotta is a fan of independent music mm. so just you, you would know that going in because a lot of listeners of this are connected to that world too so mm. thank you for letting me <laughs> <laughs> thank you for not knowing what you were getting into <laughs> and being nice to me all the way through this thanks um, for having me next time you come on please interject more deal <laughs> Sounds good. Where can people find you oh. on the net? So I'm on Facebook, Carlotta Trenholm. I have an Instagram page. Instagram, what do I want to say? Instagram. Um, walking right. the path eight. 
I've been doing photography for a while, um, but it's just cell phone photos. Anyway, and Kitchener Clinic and a Guelph Clinic. Can people know the name of the clinic? Sure, thank you. I was just waiting for that. Um, Kitchener, the Mindful Hub. It is on Nyberg uh, at the Borden End. And in Guelph, I'm with uh, Robin's Nest on Woolwich, just north of London on the east side. Awesome. All right, thanks for listening to the show, everyone. As promised, here's the delightful, beautiful, and super talented artist whom aside from those typical buzzwords that you're supposed to say, whether it's true or not, and they're true here, whom aside from those things has become someone I think of almost sisterly. Not that I have any legitimate life experience in being a sibling, but it's based on almost a decade of friendship and admiration. And what I was guessing to, Jesse T, three songs, live at Descendants, recorded on Halloween 2019 in the afternoon. Enjoy, Mother Lickers. Hey, this is Jesse T, and this is Ain't the Moonshine. Hiding the stars ain't suffocating. Bonfire burning up at night. Tailgate pumping with some Skinner. No city limits, no city lights. It's not the fire that's got me burning. The double shots over the summer heat. It's that trouble in your smile. The looking at me. I'm up. It's got me all in It's got me all in It's hard to say who's feeling higher We owe the men upon the moon Lost inside the woods you're saying Your eyes are the perfect midnight blue Nope, I know we're getting closer Don't need to know if this is fake The drinks have got me feeling good But that's how it's got me feeling this way Something's got me hot, I'm seeing double burning It ain't the moonshine that's got me all in Could it be your lips, your fingertips on my mind That's playing some kind of tricks Your eyes hypnotize, never wanna come down from this higher fire Picking up dust in the dark Give it up to the stars You and me, one spark I'm lonely too I love your birds I can't, 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 can't get enough Woo! I'm lonely too It ain't gonna push out of love Gonna change your heart It's got me all in It's got me all in It ain't the moonshine
<laughs> I'm dying. No one's responded to me out here. Uh, this one I wrote. I don't know if you want this, but I'll tell you anyways. Um, I was in a good point in a relationship, and I realized that I never actually give tribute to good parts of relationships, just the bad ones. So uh, I decided to write this one, and this one is called Love Me Longer. So here we go. Writing my love story Every word and every rhyme And I'm loving what I'm reading When I read between the lines Oh boy, I'm feeling lucky Knowing you're up on mine And all I'm asking you to do To keep this love alive Cause baby, love me longer Let it last forever Hold me tight, kiss me deeper Like you'll never let me go Heart and soul Baby, love me longer Every day's another chapter Who knows how it's gonna end We'll take on the world together With every twist and every bend from a morning cup of coffee Until we crawl back in a bed You can love me longer Let it last forever Pull me closer, hold me tight Kiss me deeper Like you never let me go La La Love going out to Todd Donald on the Todd Donald Show. We 
There's something I've been meaning to tell you I've kept this secret for too long Though it's burning my lips Tingling my tongue It's time for me to jump in head first And I don't care if the water's cold No, no Watch me be bold Just shut your mouth, baby It's my turn to talk right now La, 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 I love you And the way you move me, babe Can't you see? I, I do La, la, love you And all those little things you do Do you la, la, love me too? Do you love me, do you la, la, love me? Do you love me, do you la, la, love me? Hope I didn't make this moment awkward Do you really care if I said these words too soon to you? It's time to make my move Here's me professing to let a song Hear my confession, baby Won't you sing along? La, 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 I love you And the way you move me, baby Can't you see? I, I do La, la, love you And all those little things you do Do you la, la, love me too? Tell me that your heart is mine Mine, oh mine La, la, love La, la, the love I love you I can't get enough, I can't get enough of you I do La, la, love you And all those little things you do I love you too Do you la la love me 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 too Thanks for listening to another episode of The Todd Donald Show. Starring, produced, and edited by Todd Donald. The piano music in the rap is by J.P. Sunga, who you can find at jpsunga.com. The theme music is Mackie Alkino by William Chernoff. Find him at chernoff.band. And I'm Milo Axelrod, Todd's favorite bar none human voice. And I'm not bragging, he wrote this. If you'd like to hear more of my voice, check out my podcast, Describing a Rock, in which I describe some rocks. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Please support The Todd Donald Show by sharing it with anyone who might enjoy it. Follow and interact with at Todd Donald Show on Twitter and Instagram. 
And if you feel like going the extra mile on iTunes, please subscribe, rate, and review, preferably in its favor. Have a great day, friends. Thank you.